shall sound and time shall be no more. And the morning breaks eternal, bright and fair. When the saved of earth shall gather over on the Welcome to Puritan's Read. Reading aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 21 of The Letters of Samuel Rutherford. To James Hamilton, Aberdeen, 7 September 1637. Reverend and dear brother, peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus. I am laid low when I remember what I am and that my outside casteth such a luster when I find so little within. It is a wonder that Christ's glory is not defiled running through such an unclean and impure channel. But I see that Christ will be Christ in the dreg and refuse of men. His art, his shining wisdom, his beauty speak loudest in blackness, weakness, deadness, yea, in nothing. I see nothing, no money, no worth, no good, no life, no deserving is the ground that omnipotency delighteth to draw glory out of. Oh, how sweet is the inner side of the walls of Christ's house and a room beside himself. My distance from him maketh me sad. Oh, that we were in each other's arms. Oh, that the middle things betwixt us were removed. I find it a difficult matter to keep all stots with Christ. When he laugheth, I scarce believe it, I would so fain have it true. But I am like a low man looking up to a high mountain, whom weariness and fainting overcometh. I would climb up, but I find that I do not advance in my journey as I would wish. Yet I trust that he will take me home against night. I marvel not that Antichrist in his slaves is so busy. But our crowned king seeth and beholdeth and will arise for Zion's safety. I am exceedingly distracted with letters and company that visit me. What I can do, or time will permit, I shall not omit. Excuse my brevity, for I am straitened. Remember the Lord's prisoner. I desire to be mindful of you. Grace, grace be with you. To Lady Gategirth, Aberdeen, 7 September, 1637. Much honored and Christian lady, grace, mercy, and peace be to you. I long to hear how it goeth with you and your children. I exhort you not to lose breath nor to faint in your journey. The way is not so long to your home as it was. It will wear to one step or an inch at length and you shall come ere long to be within your arm length of the glorious crown. 
Your Lord Jesus did sweat and pant ere he got up that mount. He was at, Father, save me with it. It was he who said, I am poured out like water. All my bones are out of joint. Christ was as if they had broken him upon the wheel. My heart is like wax. It is melted in the midst of my bowels. Psalm twenty-two, fourteen. My strength is dried up like a potsherd. Verse 15. I am sure you love the way the better because his holy feet trod it before you. Our crosses have a smell of the crosses and pains of Christ. I believe that your Lord will not leave you to die alone in the way. I know that you have sad hours when the Comforter is hid under a veil and when you inquire for him and find but a tomb nest. This, I grant, is but a cold good day when the seeker misseth him whom the soul loveth. But even his unkindness is kind, his absence lovely, his mask a sweet sight, till God send Christ himself in his own sweet presence. Make his sweet comforts your own, and be not strange and shamefaced with Christ. Homely dealing is best for him, it is his liking. When your winter storms are over, the summer of your Lord shall come. Your sadness will turn to joy. He will do you good in the latter end. Take no heavier list of your children than your Lord alloweth. Give them room beside your heart, but not in the yoke of your heart where Christ should be. For then they are your idols, not your bairns. If your Lord take any of them home to his house before the storm come on, take it well. The owner of the orchard may take down two or three apples off his own trees before midsummer and ere they get the harvest sun. And it would not be seemly that his servant, the gardener, should chide him for it. Let our Lord pluck his own fruit at any season he pleaseth. They are not lost to you, but are laid up so well as that they are offered in heaven where our Lord's best jewels lie. They are all free goods that are there. Death can have no law to arrest anything that is within the walls of the new Jerusalem. All the saints, because of sin, are like old rusty horologs that must be taken down and the wheels scoured and mended and set up again in better case than before. Sin hath rusted both soul and body. Our dear Lord, by death, taketh us down to scour the wheels of both and to purge us perfectly from the root and remainder of sin. And we shall be set up in better case than before. Then pluck up your heart. Heaven is yours, and that is a word few can say. Now the great shepherd of the sheep and the very God of peace confirm and establish you to the day of the appearance of Christ our Lord.
to Marion McNaught, Aberdeen, 7 September, 1637. Much honored and dearest in our sweet Lord Jesus, grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus. I know that the Lord will do for your town. I hear that the bishop is afraid to come amongst you, for so it is spoken in this town, and many here rejoice now to pen a supplication to the council for bringing me home to my place and for repairing other wrongs done in the country, and see if you can procure that three or four hundred in the country, noblemen, gentlemen, countrymen, and citizens, subscribe it. The more the better. It may be that it will affright the bishop, and by law no advantage can be taken against you for it. I have not time to write to Carleton and to Knockbrex, but I would you did speak the minute, and let them advise with Carleton. Mr. A thinketh well of it, and I think the others will approve it. I am still in good case with Christ. My court is no less than it was. The door of the bridegroom's house of wine is open when such a poor stranger as I come athwart. I change, but Christ abideth still the same. They have put out my one poor eye, my only joy, to preach Christ and to go errands betwixt him and his bride. What my Lord will do with me, I know not. It is like that I shall not winter in Aberdeen, but where it shall be else, I know not. There are some blossomings of Christ's kingdom in this town, and the smoke is rising, and the ministers are raging. But I love a rumbling and roaring devil best. I beseech you in the Lord, my dear sister, to wait for the salvation of God. Slack not your hands in meeting to pray. Fear not flesh and blood. We have been overfeared, and that gave Lowndes the confidence to shut me out of Galloway. Remember my love to John Carson and Mr. John Brown. I never could get my love off that man. I think Christ hath something to do with him. Desire your husband from me, not to think ill of Christ for his cross. Many misk in Christ because he hath the cross on his back, but he will cause us all to laugh yet. I beseech you, as you would do anything for me, to remember my lady Mariscal to God and her son, the Earl Mariscal, especially her Christian daughter, my lady Pitzlego. I shall go to death with it that Christ will return again to Scotland with salvation in his wings and to Galloway. Grace be with you. That was episode 21 of the Letters of Samuel Rutherford. <laughs>